Well, praise the Lord. God bless you this evening. And welcome once again to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. As always, well, I'll have guests. But right now it's me, Pastor Wells, and I'm excited about being with you one more day. It's a blessing to be alive. It's a blessing to be saved. And as I always say, it's a blessing to be in your right mind. I'm grateful for God is doing for us, with us, and in the midst of us, or regardless of all the stuff that's going on around us. Because we all know there's a lot of stuff going on around us today. So I'm always grateful for what the Lord is doing in the midst of us. It's not just really a scene. It's a fact. I'm really grateful for what God is doing in the midst of us. Because there's a lot of stuff going on in this world today. And uh, most of it is not pleasing. And most of it gives people uh, a feeling of uncertainty. Whether they're church people, whether they're just everyday people. But it becomes all the stuff that's going on and you watch the news. The news don't help you feel any better. It makes you feel more discouraged. It makes you feel like you want to run off the road faster. <laughs> and the news are not much good help. Uh, they tell you it's going to snow, and then it don't snow, and then the next day it snows. All... <laughs> it is not that much. Bow your head, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you on behalf of those that are watching this broadcast. However, they may be watching it through Twitter or YouTube or whatever way, or watching the Daily Gospel Network or whatever way they're receiving it, a podcast. However, I ask that you touch every liberal soul and break every yoke in their lives and meet the needs in their lives. I bind the hand of the strong man, and I bind the hand of the enemy, and it worked from hindering them from receiving your word. Loose those people's wills and let them go. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> now, listen, just before we get started, I want to let you know you can email us at wecare at the tabernacle deliverance inc.org and send us your prayer request. And, well, you know, uh, let us know who you are and how you're doing. If you need prayer, we're here to pray for you if you need prayer. You can also visit, visit the website, www.tabernaclesdeliveranceinc.org. Get your Bibles. Today I want to talk to you about something that's important that a lot of us are missing the boat on, and that's foundation. Everything in life has, has a foundation. Everything in life has a foundation. And... In that everything have a foundation, it has to have a building. Uh, it has to have a complex building, something on it. Uh, there's no sense of having a foundation if there's nothing on it. And I was thinking about that today. And already, service, I was thinking about the foundation, how people mess up their own foundation. Get your Bible, then let's go, go with me to Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, and it says as follows. Jeremiah 2, 13 says, for my, my, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me the foundation of living waters and healed out prisons and broken prisons that hold no water. I'll read it again. <clears throat> For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken 
the foundation, if I have a second me, the foundation of living waters and healed out them prisons, broken prisons that can hold no water. <laughs> well, that sounds like us. We forsaken the living water, Jesus Christ, because we want to do what we want to do. We should make that a song. We want to do what we want to do. We want to do what we want to do. <clears throat> they should make that a song. We want to do what we want to do. We want to do, we're not going to do what God want us to do. We're going to do what we got to do. And you get a nice beat, the governor, clap your hand. We want to do what we want to do. We want to do what we want to do. We're not going to do what God want us to do. That's us. That's us. And then we come running to God when everything falls apart. Oh, God, help me. We're such suckers. We are. Let's suck it, let it double. We do our hands there, then we run to God. Help me, please. This scripture here said they, they done did two evils, and we do two evils before God. We reject the living world. Oh, yes, we do. But somebody introduced us to Jesus Christ. Would you like to be saved? No, 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 I'm not ready to get saved. I've never met a person that was ready to get saved in my entire life. Have you? Have you ever met anybody that was ready to get saved? I never met anybody. Say, okay, everybody, I'm ready to get saved today. Today, I'm ready, 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 ready. No. The Bible says, the day you hear my voice, hard not to your heart, as in the day of provocation. So, therefore, you are not picking no particular day. I'm going to get saved on Tuesday. But they committed two evils. What they tried to do, what we're trying to do this very day, we're going to reject the living waters, who is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. What we're going to do, we're going to heal out our own crystal. We're going to heal out our own bottle. We're going to make our own bottle. And we're going to make up our own living water. We're going to get a prosperity gospel that's watered down. And, and we're going to go where the preachers say what we want to hear. And that's, we're going to fill it up with that. And that's going to be our eternal life. We're going to go where they don't talk about adultery. We're going to go where they don't talk about stealing. We're going to go where they say everything good. And never tell us that we're wrong. That's what happened to the Jews in Israel. The children of Israel couldn't get enough of their mess. But God told them, you have committed two evils against me. And then most of the time we'll say, well, where did we do something wrong? I was watching a TV show last night. It's funny. The girls are... Uh, the girl told him, because of what he was going through, the girl told him, you need to repent and ask God to forgive you of your sins. You know what the man said? Why should I ask God to forgive me of my sins? I didn't do nothing wrong. Now the guy's been lying, scamming, whamming, and everything else, and yet he thought, I didn't do nothing wrong. So it's normal, you know? <laughs> That's how we are. 
This is why we have committed evils against the Lord by rejecting the Son of the Living God. It's not makeup. It's not a theory. It's a fact. We have rejected the Lord because we choose to do what we want to do. We choose to say what we want to say. We choose to live the way we want to live, and then we want God to be okay with it, but the scripture don't say that. The scripture doesn't say that at all. The scripture don't say that at all. The scripture says that we are supposed to abide in his word. Okay. I was saying there, I don't know, that's so crazy. But the scripture tells us in this verse that we committed evil and we need to do something about it. But the thing of God was saying, outside of us committing evil, we're so foolish. We we made our own bottles and crazy the place. I'm so cold, fake little waters in that they had holes in them. They had holes in them. They had big juicy holes in them. <laughs> and that's how a lot of people are. With their money too, you know. They walking around, they get paid, and they got holes in the money they pockets, and the money coming right on out. That's because we won't do right. <laughs> we are some funny creatures. Well, something got wrong. We call Jesus in the middle. Lord help me. All of a sudden, we're important. Lord help me. And he seems out. No! <laughs> I'm not gonna help you till you get right. Committing evil against God, not having a foundation based off of God's word, but a, off the foundation sometimes based off of nothing. Amen. Let's move on. Let's go to uh, Proverbs chapter fourteen. Proverbs chapter fourteen. Let's go to chapter Proverbs chapter fourteen and look at take a look at that verse. Proverbs chapter fourteen verse twenty seven says, "The fear of the Lord." Listen to this. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of life to the depths from the snares of death. Okay? I'll read it again. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of life to depart from the snares of death. To depart from the snares of death. Listen to that. To depart from the snares of death. It's constantly telling you something. To do something, to depart from it. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of life. The fear of the Lord God. Look at that verse. Look at that verse. <clears throat> the fear of the Lord is a foundation of life to depart from the depths. The, excuse me. To depart from the snares of death. It's just something to think about when you think about dealing with our, our, everything we deal with each day in life. You realize that we have to, at times, put ourselves in a position to be built on from the foundation. Listen to me. Whether a person is religious, was raised in church, they have some type of foundation. You'll say, no, they don't. Yes, they do. All right. Let's, let's go a step further. 
An atheist has a foundation of being an atheist not to believe in God, and they spend their lifetime building on that to prove to people, they waste all their time proving to people that they don't believe in God, there is no God. They build on that foundation because that's what they was told. Think about that. Everybody has some type of foundation. Every house that's built has some type of foundation. Every car that is built has some type of foundation. Everything, everything, everything. Guess what? Here's a big one. There's different type of foundation. There's many types of foundation, but they don't mean they're all good. Some cars are built on certain foundations. I was talking uh, 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 to an individual, and we were talking about limousine. And he explained to me about how, generally speaking, limousines are built, which I really didn't know. I thought all limousines are built the same way from the manufacturer. That's not true. What is true, a lot of them, they build them by getting, a, 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 depending on what type of a, a vehicle it is, an SUV, they'll get the, a, 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 the, the buy an SUV or Escalade or a, a Hummer or a, 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 what else they have, um, Escalade linked to Lincoln, a Navigator or whatever. And they'll take that vehicle and cut it out. And then they'll add other parts on it. But then they have to reinforce. They have to reinforce the foundation to make sure nothing goes wrong. It don't crack up. It don't split up. And I, I actually seen a story, rather knew about a story where a limousine actually did it a splitting too. Bad foundation. And it's the same thing about your work life, where you go work. It also has to do with your home life, who you allow in your home. You say, what are you talking about? It has to do with your work life, where you work, and what you do. It has to do with your home life, whom you have in your house, and whom you associate with. I'll say it again. It has to do with your work life and it has to do with your home life. Oh, I didn't get to the church part yet. But if your foundation isn't right in your home, you're going to take that mess everywhere you got and build a foundation there. You're going to go to your job and make a huge giant mess. Foundation. What type of foundation do you actually have? What type of foundation are you leaning on? I, I know a story of a, 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 a man. Uh, his father was a drunk. I mean, he was a, he was a 100% alcoholic. 
When people found out the type that uh, that the young man father was an alcoholic, they couldn't understand. They were totally lost and bewildered. They said, "Did you say your father was an alcoholic?" He said, "Yes." He said, "But how come you're so well mannered, and how come this, and how come that?" He said, "Because my father." Told me as a little child growing up every day, he loved me, he kept me, and told me he loved me. And there's some people that's not alcoholic, drug addict, all that. They don't never say that to their kids. Never. They never tell them they love them. That's why they have that bitter foundation. They don't know what love is. They don't know what a, 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 um, a comfort is, what being in the comfort of someone. So when someone comes around and tries to show them comfort, they get agitated. They don't want to be around them. But this boy, young man, had a solid foundation from his father, regardless of me being a drunk. I still love you. I want you to treat people right. I want you to do people right. He gave him a good foundation. People were stunned. They thought he would be all raggedy and tragedy because his father was drunk 24-7. <clears throat> it's the person, not the, not the, not the booze. But look at this verse here. Look at this verse again. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of life. That's what we need in our life. We need to fear the Lord in our life. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of life to depart from the snares of death. What are the snares of death? People setting you up, going with the wrong crowd, Going to the places you've got no business going. The father, listen to me. When people build houses, they first got to lay on the foundation. Foundation. Now, I had a conversation with my one of my brothers. He's an interesting character. He could tell you some interesting something, make you scratch your head and think. He was telling me about foundations on houses. And he was telling me about when they want to build a house, uh, what happens is they first go and, you know, uh, dig the place up, pull up all the trees and make sure they uh, 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 the tree stubs are pulled up and the roots are pulled up. And then uh, he said that the, um, the land had to settle for a while. The land had to settle. So if no house ever, ever been on that land, if a house never been on that land, that land has to settle. If the land does not settle, when they go build a house on it, nothing never been built on it before. There's no solid foundation hidden in that earth. Already has been built. If it's the first time a house ever been a property and it being built on that property, any kind of building built on that property, and they do not wait a minimum of three years before they build that. That foundation is not going to sit right. Because what happens when they build a foundation is going to push the earth down and push it down and push it down. And if it don't settle properly, then the house is going to be lopsided. Stuff's going to go wrong. And that house is going to come down. That building is going to come down. And I personally know of places where the building was sinking. They, uh, in another town not too far from me, they had built a, um, uh, uh, what you call that? A Burger King. And then this Burger King, after years, it started sinking. It started sinking. It actually started sinking. They had to tear it down and rebuild it. 
because it was sinking. They had to restructure the foundation, and it cost them over four or five million dollars to do that. It cost them money to about rebuild a little restaurant all over again. But what I'm telling you is this. You got to make sure you have the right foundation. You got to make sure your foundation in your life is set right. So you can build on it. And then your children can build on it. But if your foundation ain't right. I'm talking about your life. If your foundation is not right. I don't care what, what clothes you put on your life. Your stinks in the suit going to show up. Your stinks in the stool going to smell. I know people, a lot of people that live really dirty, nasty, simple lives, they constantly put a lot of cologne on them to cover the sin. But they send stew shell. Amen. <laughs> I knew some people that did that. They, they, they gone, they did now, but I know people that did that. But the scripture said the fear of the Lord is the foundation of life. Get the Lord. Get the foundation of life to, so you can depart from the snares of death. We dig our own grave sometimes by our actions and what we do before people. We dig our very own grave by our actions and our deeds. You have to learn to trust God and God alone. Let's move on. Let's go to James 3 and 11. James 3 and 11. I want you to listen to this verse because people think they have this comprehension in their head. They can live any other way and be saved. All right, listen to this. James 3 and 8 says, Do if a fountain send forth at the same place sweet and bitter water. James 3 and 11. It says, Do if a fountain send forth the same at the same place, sweet water and bitter. The answer is no. You cannot have Christ and the devil at the same time. You can't live for God today and the devil tomorrow. Oh, excuse me. You can't live for the God this morning and the devil at night. Either you're going to serve one and hate the other. That's the foundation you're going to go with. The foundation you have in your life rooted deep down in you, that's the foundation you're going with. You cannot put sweet and bitter water together and still have sweet and bitter water. It's either going to be one or the other. All right? I think I told somebody that once before. Get you two cups, fill them up with the same amount of water, and fill putting the right amount of salt in one and a nice amount of sugar in the other and stir them up. Then I want you to pour them in together. Now tell me what you got. You're going to probably tell me I got sweet salt. Now, you either going to have sweet water out of that or it's going to be bitter. One of the two is going to override the other. It's not going to be both. It's not going to be both. Either you're going to have sweet water or you're going to have salty, nasty water. And it's going to put a frown on your face. 
You cannot expect a water fountain to spew blood out and sweet water at the same time. It's not possible. There are two different types of water. I got a bottle of water in my hands. That's water. I got another bottle in my hand. It's lemonade. They don't taste the same. One tastes like lemonade and one tastes like water. They're two different things. This is why the scripture tells us a fountain cannot bring forth bitter, sweet water and bitter at the same time. Your life cannot Oh my goodness, I don't know why church folk won't get this. Church will not save you. Going to church will not save you. Being on a choir, all that stuff has saving power in it. Either you know Christ as your personal savior or you don't. Either you accept and imagine your personal savior or you have it. It's not going to be both ways. I go to so-and-so church. That's not salvation. You go to an organization. I don't understand why people don't understand that. That's not a foundation to eternal life. A foundation to eternal life is having Jesus Christ in your life as your personal Savior and allowing him to live to you and guide you each day. Amen. Not going to church buildings. Everybody want to go to church building because why? Other people see you. You get all decked out looking good when you go to church, building everybody. That's not eternal life. That's fellowshipping. Amen. I know people say, well, the scriptures say, fail not to assemble together. And you better be saved when you're assembling together. Look at this verse. Do it for fountain. Send forth at the same place, sweet. Water and bitter. No. Your life should be spewing one thing. You can't be cussing people out on one end and blessing people on the other. You got the wrong spirit. You need to be delivered. You need to accept deliverance. There's deliverance available. Deliverance is available if you want it. If you want to be delivered. God offers deliverance to all of us that want it. If we want deliverance, God can deliver us from it. I like that about God. God offers deliverance for us if we want it. If we desire to be delivered, God will deliver us. God will make us free. He don't set nobody free. I know all the preachers say he sets you free. But the scriptures that therefore the Son of God make you free, you shall be a free indeed. That's the scripture. Bow your head for a minute. I want to pray for those watching TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every liberal soul watching this television broadcast right now. Break every yoke in their life, oh God. I bind the hands of Satan from hindering them from serving you. In Jesus' name, and you can visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org. Leave a prayer request, a testimony, and I'll become a partner along with us. But believe me. Your prayer requests are important to us. So you can email us at we care at tabernacle deliverance, inc.org. Leave your prayer requests so we can pray for you. Let's move on. <clears throat> Let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 36. It's time to serve God 
and get a true foundation. Get a true foundation in God. Psalms 36 and 9. Look at that verse. Psalms 36 and 9 says, For with thee is a fountain of life, and in thy light we shall see thy. Whoa, 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 that's heavy. Let me read it again. For in thee is the fountain of life, and in thy light we shall see light. We got to get the foundation in the light. Oh, my God. We got to get the foundation of life, and that's Jesus Christ. The irreligious is not going to get us the foundation of life. We got to accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, and in him we'll see light. In Christ Jesus, there is no darkness. We got to see light as he's light. He said, walk in a light as he is the light. We got to walk in his light. We have to allow Christ Jesus to live through us, speak through us each day. Look at that verse. It said, for with thee is the fountain of life, and in that light we shall see. And that's what we miss. We don't see light. All we do is see darkness most of the time. I'm not in the positive thinking. I'm not in the prosperity ministries. I'm not in none of that false teaching. Prosperity is in God's word. The Bible said well, in perfect peace, he will keep you if you keep your mind stayed on him and in the things of God. Positive thinking. The best positive thinking you could do is be think positive and accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. People confuse. Following God's word and being a positive thinker. As long as you follow God's word, you are moving toward to protective living. People want to twist this up. With the positive thinking nonsense. Oh, you what you do is gotta think positive. Never let not the negative run through your mind. Never, 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 never. Think positive. Think positive. Walk up and down and think positive. Positive, 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 positive. I never think nothing bad, nothing bad, nothing bad, nothing good. Never, 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 never. You walking up and down like a dum dum, a dummy, a mummy. Cause see, the Bible teaches us plainly. When the spirit of the when the, when the enemy come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will rise up and stand it there with the word of God. When you got the word of God in you, Amen. He'll rise up and stand it and fight for you. Amen. You ain't gotta run around. Saying, I gotta find everything positive. No, you're not a robot. God don't have no human robots. He allowed man to make robots, but he we ain't none of them. You got to learn to accept what God's word says. He said you're the head and not the tail. You see, that's positive right there, see? That's what God said, but that don't mean you accept it. You know that, Sister Wells? That don't mean you accept what God said. 
People go running around teaching how you go. Think positive, be a we're positive thinkers. Everybody here, we all think positive. All you gotta do is follow what the scripture says. Amen. God said you the head, not the tail. That's more than positive. That's a fact. But the problem is, you can run around thinking, oh, saying, yo, oh, I'm a positive thinker, I'm a positive thinker. But if you don't accept what God say, you're the dummy. The church I go to, they teach us positive thinking. Good for you. I don't know where that church come from, but it's not based off the Bible. If you think you going to live this life and never have no issues to deal with, you are totally living in la-la land and the church you go to is a cult. Well, am I making that up? No. I can't find nowhere in the Bible where there's anyone that didn't go through nothing. There ain't nowhere in the Bible where anybody didn't go through and everybody went through something. I don't know where they're getting this stuff from. Think positive, walk around, think positive. That's the foundation of your father. Your positive thinking is your foundation. Lies! My not positive thinking ain't no foundation. But some people think positive thinking is scamming and ripping people off. That ain't no positive foundation. You want a positive foundation? Meet me at Calvary. Accept Christ as your personal savior. Stop being religious and ignorant of God's righteousness. A lot of people are ignorant, positive thinking. Then you got the prosperity people. They got no foundation in God. Their whole so-called Christian walk is success. <laughs> Give me $5,000 and I guarantee you God is going to bless you a hundredfold of that. Show me that in the Bible. They can't show you in the Bible because it's not there. Amen. They can't show you something that's not there. And you're so ignorant. You're such a sucker for greed to the fact that you can't look in God's word for yourself and see that God said, I obey. I will bless you if you obey me. You ain't got to run nobody. He ain't, oh, my goodness. You ain't got to run to nobody getting them a $5,000 check for them to prophesy some lie over you. The Bible said God will bless you going in and bless you coming out when you obey him. Then you get the foundation of God. The, oh, my goodness. Get God's foundation of his word in your life. Amen. You don't need nobody. People are such suckers. I mean, come on. People are such suckers. And now let me tell you, these preachers know some of y'all are suckers. That's why they get y'all. All ministries need to be a help. Uh, I need help with the ministry so we can keep the TV broadcast on and other things that we're doing. However, I know if you gave me $1,000, I can't guarantee God going to give you back a dime. Because it's not me you're giving it to. you giving the ministry money as unto the Lord. It's up to the Lord to perform his work. Not me. That's when people make a mistake. They got the wrong foundation in this uh, prosperity gospel. They got people thinking if, if they give the preacher $10,000, God is going to give them a hundred. Amen. That preacher can't guarantee you that. Cannot. There's no way, no way in the Bible to support it. 
I think it was Elijah. I think it was Elijah. He um, went to the lady house, and she was she was gonna make a, a, a cake of mail and a little curse of water that she had. I think a lot. Elijah told her this: <clears throat> "Make me a cake of mail first." And she tell him, "This all I got." She said, "Make me a cup of mail, a cup of uh, 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 make me a bread first, and give me a little water." And she obeyed the word from the man of God. He did not tell her, God is going to bless you so much you'll never even thought of, you never didn't have. He never said nothing like that. He just told her, make a cup of milk, make, uh, make him a piece of bread first. That woman, barrel never went empty after that day. Did not go empty. He had water, everything she needs. She had what she needs to think about. This is, he didn't scam her. He didn't promise her something that wasn't really true. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> That's why I tell people, people give an offering to stuff to the ministry. I ain't making you no promise. I ain't making you nothing. I'll pray that God bless you according to his blessing, not mine, because I ain't got no blessing to give. I ain't got no hundredfold. God ain't giving by everybody a hundredfold. Get the foundation in God's word and you'll realize that. <clears throat> you know why everybody believe that God is going to give everybody a hundredfold? But they don't know what this book say. I'm told people know what this Bible say. They'll always believe those lies. Always. Until they take time to get a sure foundation in God, they'll always believe those lies. Psalms 36 and 9 says, For with thee is the fountain of light, and in thy light we shall see light. That's the whole thing. That's what we're missing. We're missing getting light from God. Oh, my goodness. We miss. That's why we're so darkened. <clears throat> have you ever noticed people have on their glasses and they're looking for them? <laughs> <clears throat> they got their glasses on and they're running around the house looking for them. But they ain't paying attention. <clears throat> that happened to me once. I was in my car. This is the truth. I went to the store, got in my car, had my sunglasses on. And I'm searching all over the car, under the seat, everywhere, looking for my sunglasses. But I even took my hand and lift them up. <laughs> I'm looking for them right there on my head. That's us. Not paying attention. We're so uh, 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 interested in going somewhere or doing something or following somebody. And we miss what's already there. You got to get a sure foundation in God's word. I don't even think this is a joke. It's not. Your foundation has to be based off the scriptures. First, getting Christ in your life. I'm not talking about going to a church. I'm not talking about joining a religious organization. That's religious foundation, and all religious organizations have roots. But when you want to walk with God, you got to go God's way. And that's where the problem is. They don't want to go God's way, but they that's why they run behind these positive thinking ministries and they go by these uh, 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 prosperity ministries because they know there's nothing required of them. 
But you're going to wind up in hell playing that game. There ain't no doubt about it. You're going to be lost. You will wind up lost playing spiritual Russian roulette. You need to get a firm foundation. I'm serious. Some buildings, listen to this. Some buildings are made of wood. Some buildings are made of concrete. And some buildings are made of bricks. Now tell me, if a fire break out, which buildings will last? Really, if a fire break out, what's my last? Let me tell you. You got a higher chance of the concrete outlasting the bricks and the wood. You got to know where your foundation is. Amen. You got to know what your foundation is built on. If your foundation is built on sand, you know you're going to sink. <laughs> when the storm and the rain beat upon it, you know your house coming down on top of you. Regardless how millions of dollars were spent on it and how glamorous it looks. Because the sand isn't solid. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 11. Let's go to Psalms 11. Psalms 11 and verse 3. Listen to this. Remember what I was just told you about the foundation? If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? <laughs> I'll read it again. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Don't build our sign. <laughs> Don't build your spiritual life on prosperity and possible and prosper uh, positive thinking and all this other stuff. Build your house and make sure your foundation is the word of God. Amen. I'll say it again. Build your house, whom you are, and make sure your foundation is the word of God. Because it'll take you to go with you to your job. It'll help you through the issues on your job. It'll help you in your home. It'll help you with your children. It'll help you with your church when you have a solid foundation. And the end, anything else out there is a waste. Everybody, everybody wants, no, 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 this is true. Everybody calling me, I want to be blessed. I, I want to be blessed. I have some goals set for this year. I want, I want to be blessed. I want to receive the full blessings of God on my life, on my wife's life, my family life. I want to receive the blessings of God. But my foundation has to be right. I want to be able to move in a different place where I can have do the services better and we can go back having people. I'm just praying, I'm just waiting for the Lord to open that door. 
I used to love to do the Bible study. We had a whole bunch of people who sit at the table and stuff. And I picked different people out to do the Bible study because of the uh, 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 pandemic outbreak. I haven't been able to do that. And some people don't want to come out anymore. They're nervous about different things. And then this other virus came out, so everybody's nervous about this and that. I didn't say I was nervous. I said people. But I'm trusting the Lord that he can work this out for me to do that. Again. All of us want to be blessed, but we got to get our foundation right before God. A lot of young people want to get married. They're going to test out sex before they get married. Some of them get pregnant. Some of them have, it's their first time having a sexual relationship and then a person walks off and leaves them and they're all messed up. Because he told her he loved her. People are such suckers. They believe anything people tell them today. Oh, I love you. And they jump right in bed with them. They don't even know who they really sleeping with. But I'll tell you this much. If you have a solid foundation in God's word, you won't be jumping in no bed with nobody. You're going to wait on God to give you and send you a husband or a wife. God is going to give that, tell that man first that you his wife. And God's going to first confirm it with you. Not just because he came here and said, God said you're my wife. God's going to confirm that with you. And if the man is truly walking with God, he's going to follow the scripture. I constantly tell people. It says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. So he's not just going to come and say, I found you marry me. No, he's going to do what the scripture says. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he's going to let the Lord direct his path. Oh, I'm just telling you the way it's supposed to be done. It doesn't mean you're going to do it. But you crying, you want blessings. Oh, yeah, you'll get married. You're going to go through some trials, but you ain't going to have your husband running off with some other woman. God, don't make mistakes. Okay, let's get this right. God, God is not a trashy God. Don't get me started. My father is not trashy, and he don't get garbage. You go get garbage. Because your foundation ain't in God's word, you're going to get garbage. You're going to collect the trash. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to listen to the devil. He's going to hook you up with some trash and destroy your life a little more. And just use you as a wash rag. God, you know, y'all, I know a lot of people don't believe me. The devil doesn't like you. He never has and he never will because you have something that he can't get. Amen. <laughs> y'all don't know this. You have something that the devil can never get, and that's eternal life. He missed the boat. He got kicked out of the place. It's just driving to go through for eternity. He got kicked out of that place and he could never go back there to live. A lot of people don't understand it. That's why he don't like you. First of all, we made lower than him in the first place. He don't like you. He don't love you. And he's not lusting you. He sent his lust spirits to have you lust after people and people to lust after you. <laughs> he's a con artist. Get the right foundation. Get a foundation solid in God's 
word. Get Christ in Jesus in your life and get in God's word and allow God to saturate you with his word so your foundation is strong. The Bible said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall stand forever. It's not passing away. We passing away. Foundation. <laughs> it's funny. People don't want to hear this, but it's a fact. What kind of, what kind of foundation do you have? People think it's a joke. It's not. The foundation you have will speak for you more than anything else. Look at that verse one more time. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The righteous is not going to take dumb foundations. They're going to get a solid foundation in God's word. And they watch your foundation crumble. There's nothing they could do for your foundation because it wasn't built on Christ. If it ain't built on the word of God, you ain't got nothing but dirt anyway. Let's move on. I know my message don't make you feel good. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. <clears throat> Look at that verse. Look at that verse. Listen to this. <clears throat> Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 10, 19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth what sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. I'll read it again. <clears throat> Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and this and and, and are his, and let every one that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Y'all ain't hear me. Y'all missed it, right? I'll say it again. Let everyone that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And I'll say what the beginning of the scripture said that the foundation of God. You sure it's not going anywhere? Amen. God said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. He'll stand forever. God's foundation is sure. I don't know about yours. If your foundation is not in God, you got no foundation. No man liveth to himself or thinketh to himself or dieth to himself. Go read your Bible. You're going to find out what I'm talking about. No man liveth to himself, thinketh to himself, and dieth to, to himself. You're doing it for someone. No man. No man can override the foundation of God. No man is capable of overriding the foundation of God. Either you're going to be a part of it or you're not. <clears throat> the foundation of God, if the foundation of God is sure, then you need to make sure that you're part of it. I mean, you really need to know that you want a solid foundation. 
you know, um, a lot of people say, young people say, I'm too old. I'm too young to die, or I'm too young to be saved. Both are lies. Death regards no age. Salve, listen to this. <clears throat> Death regards no one age, no one's race, no one color, no one creed, and no one's wealth. It does not regard none of that. The death angel don't regard your money, your color, your fame, your success. He doesn't care. He's just coming to collect you behind. He's not interested in the cheesy, nasty things of this world. He wants to take you where you will spend eternity. Now let's talk about salvation. Salvation doesn't care about your nationality, your creed, your color, your wealth, your fame, your age. None of that. He just wants you to be saved. Now you listening to me. Salvation isn't interested in your fame, your success. Your color, your wealth, your weight, your height, your looks, your beauty, your ugliness. He doesn't care. He wants you to be saved. And have a firm foundation in God. It's true. See, you got to really read the Bible. Because God said, listen to this. The Lord Jesus said, what's impossible with man is possible with God. That's why they say, oh, things are possible with God. You say he's a rich billionaire. He don't care about God. You don't know that. I was watching a business show. I'm not going to tell you which one it was. And one of the guys in the business show was moved with so so much compassion. Everybody was stunned. The show was just about over. He was moved with so much compassion and cried real tears. And everybody knows he's not a person that cries on the show. And everybody knows he's not moved by what you say. Not like that. He moves about Dada, dollars being made, and agreements with a real dollar plus. But he was moved with so much compassion, he gave this young individual a deal, and everybody was stunned. They say, why did you do this? He said, because I'm a father. And I want my children to be like me. That's something. Because you don't know who God is going to say. You are not in a position to say who's not going to be saved and who's not. Because the person that you think won't get saved may one day surrender their lives to the Lord and really walk with him. And the person you think is going to be, oh, Mr. Garley, Garley, is the lowest, nastiest thing you ever see. That's why God judges the heart we judge the, out of our parents. That's why we need to get our foundation right. Amen. We need to get our foundation right with God's word. And then we could do something. Until we do that, we're we just fooling ourselves. We're just playing this Monopoly game. And we don't want to lose it. <laughs> we play a Monopoly. Our life is going like this around the board. Boop, 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 boop. And we lose it. We don't want to actually lose in the game. We're not winning. We're getting 
getting older. Oh, yeah, we're getting older. All of us. Somebody said, I'm younger than you, Pastor Well. I got plenty of time. And I'll, I'll tell them back, I'll say, you know, I, I buried a lot of 17 years old. I've seen a lot of them die. Been a lot of their funeral. I've been to 20 year olds' funeral. I can name them. Lots of them. But life ain't guaranteed to nobody. I don't care how much stock you got, how many years before it matured the bonds and securities you had. Your life ain't guaranteed like that. You're going to die in this stupid year. It may mature 30 years. When I used to work with the bank, I was, used to blow me away when I first started working with the bank. <clears throat> and they would have all these bonds coming through. I worked in the middle room and all these bonds would be coming through and all the stuff for the bank. And I was like, wow, this for 30 years. 30 years. <clears throat> I'm saying to myself, how that person knew they're going to be alive? They don't. They just buy it. They buy it at a cheap price. They feel it's good. And they're going to be around for 30 years. Then the bonds <clears throat> and uh, uh, the savings bonds, they mature, I think, after seven years. And they bought them. I bought some, too. I bought some some bonds. <laughs> <clears throat> but it, it is true. Nobody knows if they're going to live that long, but they purchased them. <clears throat> It could give their children and grandchildren a little uh, a find out financial foundation if they if they they, they buy they uh you know uh, uh cash them in yeah. same thing with insurance policy but those are not uh, how I would say eternal foundation their financial foundation. Oh, well, excuse me, they can be because the person could take them and spend them, uh, cash them in and blow them the next day. It happened. But my thing is having a firm foundation that you have a good foundation that you live here in life, a good foundation. I, I, I try to make, make, make this thing clear and honest. You can live a good, comfortable life here, live in a nice house and have nice cars, nice clothes. You can have the best of everything. You can't. You can, you can have the, you can live in a mansion if you want here. But I'm gonna tell you something. You having all that stuff, you better make sure it's not your idolization and your God. You need to make sure that you have an eternal foundation solid in God's word. That you know that you can let that stuff go today, you're gonna keep on living for God. And when you got a foundation like that. You good. Oh, yeah, they got people like that. Oh, yeah, they got millionaires that save. Oh, yes, they do. I know people think that yeah, all rich people don't know God. Nah, 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 nah. I know a lot of poor people can't stand to think about God. Some of them are atheists. When I was a kid, listen to this. When I was a kid, I thought all black people believed in God. All African American, black American believed in God. Oh, boy, but I would. <laughs> Was I getting a rude awakening? I got cussed out one time by an atheist. <clears throat> he said, what the so-and-so and this and that? No, the I thought all black people believed in God. 
man did this up. You ain't even about TV. What? That man cussed me out. I, I had I hadn't been saved that long. I didn't know no better. I thought everybody. I I was living in La La Land. Had to be. That I had it crossed up. You don't know who loves God. So look at that verse. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this sealed, you sealed, you're sealed, you're sealed, you're sealed. God seal you until the day of redemption. Stay within his word. Amen. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Then he goes on to say, let everyone that named it the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Stay out of sin. Leave those sinful people alone. Oh, stop trying to save people. I'm trying to get them saved. You can't get nobody saved except the Lord Jordan. They're not going to be saved. You may just be the one to plant the seed. Let God send somebody to water it and give the increase. Get your foundation right in God. Get your foundation right in God where you receive what God has for your life, not nobody else's life. People go to church, synagogue, and all this other stuff. They're so busy looking around at everybody else. They can't receive nothing from God because they're too busy. They, their mind is preoccupied. Get the foundation right in God. When you get your foundation right, things will take place. But because we don't have our foundation right in God, we get messed over. Amen. God wants us to have a solid, strong foundation. God wants us to have a true foundation. God wants us to walk faithfully with him and truthfully with him. But we want to play this pity pack game. Uh, we want to play uh, dominoes or checkers with him or tic-tac-toe or whatever silly game you want to play with him. But I'm going to tell you something. If the foundation you have is them based off this word of God, you are going to be lost. Let's move on. Let's go to Matthew 7, 24. Matthew 27, 4. I always use the King James Version. <clears throat> Matthew 7, 24. Matthew 7, 24. And listen to what it says. <clears throat> listen to what Matthew 24 and 7 says. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man that built his house upon a rock. Matthew 7, 24. Okay. Matthew 27, 24. I'll read it one more time. Therefore, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, this is the Lord Jesus Christ talking, and do of them, I will liken him unto a man that built a house on a wise man that built his house on what? A rock. We sing the song on Christ the solid rock. I stand all other ground is shaking ground. All other ground, all other ground is sand to me. 
As I was saying before about the type of houses that will stand, I was saying if you had a choice between a wood house, brick house, a concrete house, which house will stand, more than likely stand? It will be the concrete house. It'll stand longer than a, 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 a brick house. You know, you know, if the fire comes, the, a wood house is all burnt out. Do they know? <laughs> right. The Lord is saying, you got to really look at the word of God. Look at what this verse is saying. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, what he's saying, and doeth them. See the difference in the Bible said, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. People hear the word of God, but they don't do it. Okay, the scripture said, except you repent, you all likewise perish. But they won't repent, so they perish. <laughs> it's funny. He said, be a doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Look at that verse. Verse 27 of Matthew. Seven, Matthew 7 and 24 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will like him unto a wise man that built his house on a rock. Why? You know why he built his house on the rock? He put the he he, he built it into the rock. So when the storm comes, that rock boulder ain't moving. But you build your house on sand. See what happened. I don't care how many millions of dollars you stand on it. Don't you notice? Oh, here in America, I don't know about everywhere else. We have a lot of hurricanes and uh, tornadoes. And every year we have hurricane season. <laughs> this is funny. People have houses they have by the water. Sometimes the water come by the, the, when the hurricane comes, whoosh. Them houses cost millions of dollars, and they go back in more insurance to build them again. They, they, they don't register any help. Build on dry land. No, though. No. See, the thing about building your house on the ocean, you know why they build a house by the ocean or by the beach? Because it looks good. It looks good at night to see all the pretty stars. You can walk on the beach. It's nice and smooth and comfortable, but it's deceptive. You're building on sand. God want us to build a solid foundation. This is why the Lord said right here in this verse, a wise man that built a house on a rock that when the storm came, it wouldn't take it. It wouldn't be destroyed because of the storm and the rain, the snow or, or whatever is beating upon it. The foundation you have in your life is the same way. You've got to have a solid foundation in God. You just can't be going along. You know, some people go to churches, synagogues, and temples, and they sing all the songs, of God songs, songs about God, blah, 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 and never get to know the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal Savior. They go to churches and stuff. They sing. Some people can sing like angels, make you cry, and they don't know God. Amen. Never have and never will. It's really sad when you think about it, but then again, the Bible says, whosoever will. Let them come. Whosoever will, let them come. See? He's saying whosoever will, let them come. He's not saying Joe, Harry, and Bill. He said whoever. 
This is why people think that the rich can't be saved. Some of them are be saved quicker than you. People think rich people don't have issues. They think because they got million and million of dollars, they don't have no issue. Well, I'll let you on a huge secret. They're spending all their time trying to save their millions and billions from being taken them in the lawsuits and stuff. <laughs> you trying to get millions, they trying to keep their millions. It's a crazy world we live in. Let's move on. Let's go to Jeremiah. Excuse me. Let's go to Jew, Jew, Jew. Let's go to Jude 1 and 20. Jude 1 and 20. Look what it says. It says, build, okay, let's go. Jude 1 and 20 says, but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. One more time. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourselves in your most holy faith. Building up yourselves in your most holy, holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> building up yourselves on the holy faith of God's word. But you've got to remember about a foundation. You got to get a foundation in God's word so you can build your faith and stretching out on him and trusting him for different things. That's how you build up your faith, step by step. But that foundation got to be based off the word of God, not religion. See, when your, 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 your relationship with God is based on religion, you have no relationship with him. You just have religious knowledge of him. And that does not equal eternal life. We, we we want God, but you got to get a firm foundation in him. You got to get a solid foundation in him based off of his word. I don't care about religious, nothing. I don't care about what country you live in. You got to get a foundation in God's word. I don't care what country you're in. It ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't care if you live in the worst dictatorship country on the planet. God can make a way for you. God said he'll make a way of escape for you. God can do this thing. God can protect you. God can provide for you. He's capable. It's about trust. That's why you, that's why you got to get a firm foundation in God's word <clears throat> for yourself. You got to get a foundation in God's word where you could trust him and obey him. Trust him and obey him and walk before him. And righteousness and godliness. That's why I look at that verse. Look at that verse. It says, But ye beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You've got to get the Holy Ghost. You've got to get Christ. Oh my goodness. You gotta first get saved and ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. So then the Holy Ghost can keep you and guide you and lead you in all truth. Because the scripture says plainly, after that, the spirit of truth will come, he'll lead you, he'll guide you in the truth. It truth. If you want to be led, that's 
that's the thing. If you want to be led, God will lead you. If you don't want to be led, God's not going to lead you. Let's move on. We're just about finished. Let's go to Revelation chapter 21. Revelation chapter 21. And verse 6. Listen to this. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. I will give unto him that a thirst of the foundation of waters of life freely. I'll read it again. Revelation 21 and 6. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. God wants to do this. Now, me, uh, y'all know I like to drink water. Nice service. The reason why it's ice cold. It feels good going down. But this is talking about the Lord. This is talking about the Lord. Look, look, look at that verse. It says, and he said unto me, it is done. I am over and over beginning the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the foundation of the waters of life freely. Oh my gosh. He wants to give us. He wants to give you of the foundation of waters of life freely. He wants to give you that. He wants to overflow you with the flow of his water of love. The flow of, oh my goodness. Oh man, this is personal. Jesus said, I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I'm the very morning star. I am he who was dead and living forevermore. Come unto me, all ye laboring and laboring. I will give you rest. Today is the day of salvation. Choose whom you got, sir. I got a foundation that's solid that will never fall apart. Hallelujah. The Lord has a foundation that will never fall apart. My foundation may fall apart. My house foundation may crumble. But God will never come back. Amen. Let's get something endurable. Let's uh, get something that's enduring. Let's get something that's stable. And let's get it from God. Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the end. He's willing. Oh, I like that. That's why Whenever I do an altar call, when I'm in a church, I don't know who's going to give their life to the Lord. I make an invitation. People come. I make an invitation online. Some people may come. But I don't know who. But this one thing I will tell you, that God wants to give you of the living water so you don't be thirsty all the time. God wants to stir you up. God wants to fill you up with his love, give you a firm foundation. Because, you know, we living in a day, you really do need to have a firm, firm foundation in God. You really need to be able to walk with God. 
and trust him. Because you, you, you just don't know what's the thing. I'm telling you, you can go outside, go to your job. It's madness. They go to schools, they got shooting. They go to jobs, they got shooting. I mean, they ain't crazy. The devil is running loose because he knows his time is short. I want you to know that Jesus Christ cares about you. He's always cared. Sometimes we don't care about ourselves, but Christ always cared. So today, as I close this message about a foundation, if there's anybody that don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, this is your opportunity. You get right with God. Let's pray. I want you to pray a simple prayer with me. You believe in Christ coming to your life. Oh, no, 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 no. So repeat after me. Lord Jesus, <clears throat> I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and my life and be my personal savior. Save me right now. Give me a firm foundation that I would know I have eternal life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary for me, Calvary for me, and rising on the third day. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, everybody must make a decision for themselves to walk with God and let God allow them to have a solid foundation. And it's something that we all have to do one day at a time. I started a long time ago walking with God. It wasn't peaches and green because I had to learn how to walk, and so do you. On this day, January 30th, 2022, make the right decision and walk with God. Allow God to help you and guide you. You can email us at wecare at tabernacledeliveranceinc.org and leave your prayer request there. Send me a prayer request. Let me know how you're doing, who you are. Those of you that are on the international side, I'm going to see if I can get a software so I can uh, translate what you're saying so you can still email me. All right. On Wednesday night, I will see you at 8.15. Come and enjoy the Lord with us uh, for Bible study. Uh, I'll see you on Sunday. God bless and enjoy the day. <laughs>